big game, big flavor. Hot stuff sauce. Let's get saucy. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War. Well, opening day is here. We're in Miami. And we're ready to go. <laughs> so allow me to be frank. And now we hit the busy season. Yeah, we're we're tired. Uh, we've been driving all day for like what, Frank? Ten hours after driving ten hours yesterday. Like so, uh, I know you guys are hearing this in the morning, but uh, it's at night for us. So probably a low energy. Allow me to be frank tonight. I think. Yeah, you guys did the trip in two days. Yes. Yeah, we just got in like ten minutes ago. It's a lot of driving. It is. Stopped a couple of hot dog places along the way. We did. Spent the night in a hotel, which looks like it's stuck in uh, 1965. Yeah, we had a rough experience last night at the south of the border. What happened? Have any of you ever been to south of the border besides? Have you ever? Do you know what south of the border is? No. All right. It's on the border of North Carolina and uh, South Carolina. And it's just like theme park that is Mexico. And the joke is it's south to the border for North Carolina. It's where South Carolina starts. So they have all these Mexican looking buildings. They have, uh, they call it Fort Pedro. They have a giant uh, Mexican child uh, statue out there. They have uh, sombreros all over the place, complete cultural appropriation all over the place. It looks like someone had the idea to put this up in 1965 as a roadside attraction. And at one time, I'm get betting that this was like, this place was hopping. They have arcades, they have mini golf, they have restaurants, they have Mexican shops, they have everything they have like a, a store they have a campground and they have a old old-fashioned mode mo motel a motor um, inn. yeah and we're talking low ceilings mm -hmm. and it looks like 1965 design adobo type house that did, it almost looks like a flintstone house yeah it was rough um it, I think the idea behind it was it was like halfway between like New York and Orlando. So for families driving Disney World, they'd stop there for the kids to have something to look forward to halfway through. That was the idea. But when Frank and I were there yesterday, it was a complete ghost town. It was terrifyingly empty. And then uh, we went to the uh, check-in and might have been the three dumbest people on the planet. People <laughs> who are so dumb they couldn't even get a job at New Jersey Transit. Oh, There's no. one woman who was like, Yeah, it was a lot of blank stares and a lot of grunting when we try to check in. And uh, just as we checked in, a thunderstorm would roll through. And I'm not talking just a little bit of rain. I'm talking yeah. like, 
I'm talking like full, like you walk two inches, you're drenched. Drenched. Did you guys get caught in the rain? Oh, yeah. Because it's not a hotel. It's a motor inn. So you got to, like, drive to your room. And then Frank and I are in different rooms. And Frank has the car. And I'm like, I'll just walk to my room. But even just, like, going to the car, we got soaked. And me walking from Frank's car to my room, I got completely soaked. It was – It's and the layout was horrible. They gave us no information where we were going. It was just a nightmare. And, like, we were just so tired, like, 10 hours of driving. And now, like, we're soaked and wet. It's just, like – it's like this sucks. So the, last night was rough. Tonight, today was better. Today was, I think, a little easier drive. And you know, we, you know, at least we're done for a couple of days of driving. We are going to drive back on Saturday. So, and there's a zero point zero percent chance we're going to stop at the southern border again. <laughs> That's right. I made I made clear that yesterday. I texted Frank. I said we, we will, you know, zero point zero 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 percent chance we ever stay here again. Uh, this is a disaster. I did a raw dog there last year, and it was a terrible place. And yet it was your idea to stay there, Frank. If you remember correctly, you said we should stay there. Frank, why did you want to go back? <laughs> well, I, I wanted to show Clemmer uh, what this place was like, the, the, the kitsch. I knew it was going to be bad, but I knew it was going to be cheap. The thing is, I didn't know it was going to be as bad as it was. I thought it, I thought it was going to suck. But it really fucking sucked. <laughs> well, it exceeded your expectations. It did. It did. It's a pretty fair bet. <sighs> Are you excited for tomorrow, Frank? Are you? I, I'm. I'm like more I'm tired. There. It's just. It's just. No Diaz has really just put a damper on everything. No doubt, Rock. I was set to boo him. Unmercifully. Now what? Now, now, who are you victimizing on the team? Uh, either Tommy Sham, Easy Out Escobar, or uh, Ofor Navarez. No, no, you cannot do that with Tommy Fam or Navarez. They haven't even played a game yet. You cannot hate them already. That's bullshit. I went to the uh, the game yeah. at Tropicana Field on Friday, and I looked at looked over at uh, at Blix, and I said, "You know who this is." This is O for Navarez. And then I turn back around and I just see the ball landing in the seat. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you, can't hate the, you can't hate the guy if he hasn't played yet. But, is he, but he, had to, he was hitless in spring training. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Spring training. They, had his, they put his stats up on the scoreboard. He had, uh, he had o, o, o was his average. Okay. I don't care. It doesn't count. Uh, everyone, has, everyone has an OO average right now. I'm everyone. concerned about how the Mets have been uh, performing in spring training. I'm, I'm not going to deny it. <sighs> they finished 10 and 14. That's terrible. I, by the way, for reference sake, that's the same record they had in spring training in 1962. Oh, no. History repeats itself. You, you can't, Craig, you can't about Navarro. If you want to get uh, – even Escobar is a big hit last year. I, I, I don't think you can hate anyone on this team yet. You have to – they have to give you a reason to hate them first. You can't just hate them blindly. Escobar's September didn't make up for his woes earlier in the season, Frank? No, because he did nothing in October. Well, most of them didn't. 
I mean, uh, I, I, I'm just I'm just remembering the 2021 season when the Mets uh, nearly set a record for uh, players left on base. What does that have to do with anything? There are three things that really aggravate me more than anything else. <laughs> One, blowing a late lead. Okay. Me too. Two, leaving men on base. That's a that's a but that's a that's a rich person's problem. That means you have a good offense. It means guys are getting on base. That's usually a good thing. Teams that lead the league and left on base usually do well. Yeah, not twenty twenty one. Frank, in 2022, though, the Mets were one of the best teams at hitting with runners in scoring position. They basically brought back the same lineup. I just think they needed another bat. They did. Yeah, you're right about that. I think they'll get it at the deadline, Frank. I mean, I... I, I... across the deadline when uh, the, the track record is down rough. <laughs> <laughs> and Vogelback. And, and boy, he's not, he's I mean, not exactly lighting the world on fire either. No, he's not. He's fine. It is what it is. I, I mean, they need another bat. I, I don't disagree, Frank. I don't think Pat does either. No, and um, you know what? Beatty and Alvarez will probably be up this season. I think you. I think Alvarez is, is. I don't know what's going on there. He he was awful in spring training. Yeah, he went like three for twenty-eight. I think we see Beatty before Memorial Day. And I think uh, I've noticed that Kevin Parade has been put to uh, t- at Brooklyn. Yeah, same with Blade Tidwell. But I, I just don't know. I, 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 they, they look like a team that could win, but they also look like a team that could uh, implode. And well, usually you know- that's not good for the Mets. You talked about the late inning, blowing a late inning lead. I mean, it's going to be, we'll probably see more of that without Diaz. All for this stupid world baseball classic. They're going to make a move for a closer or at least a high level reliever before the season's over. They're just going to. What's going on with Zach Britton? I mean, he's just out there. He's out there and no one signed him. He threw in front of teams two weeks ago and not, haven't heard anything since. He might be washed up, Frank. They got to make a trade for somebody who's like a, like a high-level guy, like an Alexis Diaz or a David Bednar. Um, you know, they're going to need to make a move for somebody. The problem is those guys are under team control for a number of years, and they're, they're going to be – they're going to cost a lot. Yeah, I mean, the problem is there's no closers right now that I see that are in, like, the last year of a contract that you can go and swoop in, unless there's somebody I'm missing. Yeah, I think you're yeah, right about that. This is why you do the World Baseball Classic in November. Because then you have a whole bunch of t- a whole lot of time to get things back on. Uh, you, get, uh, you have time to make a move. It's so fucking silly to do it and, and have a season washed out, wiped out in fucking March. You know what, though, Frank? If they're a good team, they'll be able to overcome this. If they're not a good team, if they can't overcome it, then they, they want a good team. 
it's always the same. It's it's always that they 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 did it's just one step away. And that's it's so fucking frustrating. That's why I am the way I am. It's well, you won hundred games. You won hundred games last year, Frank. But the playoffs were such a a, a a a a failure. They were. They were. Can uh, I say, can I say one thing about how famous Frank is? By the way, so we went to three. We did three hot dog. Uh, raw dogs um, on the trip. One was in Virginia, one was in South Carolina, and one was in Florida. Every place we went to, and we're talking like random hole-in-the-wall places. These were not big restaurants. These are tiny. Two of them didn't have bathrooms. Every place we went to, Frank got recognized. But like randos. Wow. It was the craziest thing. Every single place he got recognized. Like, it's wild how many people know him. Like it really, it really is like, you know, obviously I work in Barstow office, I, you know, walk around people. I don't know anyone in that office, at least that I, you know, that I've been out with that it gets recognized as much as Frank. It's wild. Frank's like the mayor. He can't take t- two steps without getting stopped. But we're not even at like, I, I understand in a Mets game, you can kind of like, all right, I, or a devil's game, I get it to some extent, but we're in like some hole in the wall town in some places in a bathroom. There's like four people there. And one of them recognizes Frank. Every place. It's wild. It's crazy. Were you signing autographs, Frank, or taking pictures? Pictures, lots of pictures. Lots of pictures. Frank, you had a big uh, commercial debut. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, that's the main reason I went to Tampa over the weekend. Yeah, right. You met up with. That's what the. uh, That was the content I was doing with the. uh, with the midget wrestlers. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That commercial, commercial is great, Frank. <laughs> and uh, I put the tagline in the end: "Eat your heart out, Brandon Walker." <laughs> <laughs> Tank Gila, I like that too. That's very funny. Did you see? I was attacked by uh, Raymond. Are yeah, they- so I'm punching you. <laughs> the evil laugh. Raymond is Raymond sucks anyway. DJ Kitty's a better race mascot. Are you gonna have any problems with Billy the Marlin the next couple of days, Frank? Well, we'll see. I, I mean, he's got that big that big nose of his. He could poke your eye out. <laughs> Pat, are you are you in Miami for all four games? Yeah, I'll be here for all four games. You guys are just staying for two. Yeah, yeah. We drive back Saturday morning. Hopefully, get back. Verlander. I know, and Miss Senga. But I mean, we'll see them. We're gonna see them at the home. We're, I'm going to all three games of the home series. I think Frank's going to a couple. So, but we, yeah, we got to get. It's tough with driving. You just so much time is on the road, you know. But. Yeah, I just got to. Uh, I'm going to try to do something daring on opening day. Don't know if I could pull it off, but I'm going to try. The Mets uh, open the season at one o'clock, and the Devils play at seven. I'm going to see if I could go, get to uh, the Prudential Center after uh, the Mets home opener. Nice little double header for you. Yes. Two state. Uh, and of course, uh, 
I want to I want to go and I want to go to the Devils game. It's going to be a meaningless game practically. Although the Devils right now, the Rangers are are fucking red hot and run on the damn Devils tail, and they play tomorrow, of course. And uh, that that will determine who who has the home ice edge in the uh, first round series. Unless, of course, somebody leaps up and passes the Hurricanes too. But uh, the, the Devils are going to finish uh, second or third. Have an outside chance of finishing first. Though the way they're playing lately, they're probably not going to do that. But they're playing the Blue Jackets that day. And Johnny Gaudreau, who flirted with the Devils and then signed with the Blue Jackets, said that the Blue Jackets are a better team. More, a, a much better chance of winning. The Columbus Blue Jackets are the worst team in the NHL. That's all, that's all I have in my head. I just see the Devils up there, their best record overall in the NHL. And then you have to scroll all the way down to number 32, where the Columbus Blue Jackets are. <laughs> How does it feel, Johnny Gaudreau? How does it feel? What about Jacob DeGrom saying he signed the Texas Rangers because they're committed to winning? They won 69 games last year. Well, Frank and I think the Rangers might do okay this year. By the way, uh, speaking of Jacob DeGrom, uh, I don't know if Clemmer, if you noticed this. I, I, uh, when we were at the last taco place, there was a child in front of us, say maybe 12, 11 years old. Did you notice what his hat, what his hat was? No. Or, or no, no, no. It was one. It was one in South Carolina. Sorry, it was one in South Carolina. I still don't know. QAnon. QAnon. This kid had a QAnon hat. The hat, the front of the hat had a Q. Wow. And the back of the hat said QAnon. Because he was right in back of me when I was I was behind him in line. He had his hat. He had a QAnon hat. I missed that completely, Frank. <laughs> I wonder if he has a dog. <laughs> and I hope that that he does, way, Frank. I hope if he has a dog that you're making that dog happy. Make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy with BarkBox. Two treats, two chews, and a slip directly to write to you. So make your dog happy with BarkBox. Make your dog happy. That's right. You make your dog happy, and then, you know, you have partnered with BarkBox. So go to BarkBox.com slash tank and get a free extra month when you subscribe. Make your dog happy with BarkBox and uh, use the promo code BarkBox.com slash tank and you'll get a free extra month to make your dog happy. Speaking of dogs, um, the Mets announced that they're bringing back Bark at the park for three different games this season. Love it. I'm disappointed they're not doing an old-timers day. They're not? 
Well, they haven't announced it yet. I don't know why they wouldn't do it after one doing it for one year. I'd expect them to do it again. Maybe they'll do it like every other year. Because they didn't put anyone in the Mets Hall of Fame last year, and they're doing that this year. They're putting someone in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I just hope it's not the last weekend of August again. Why not? There is this thing that goes on in New Jersey, a website that has the New Jersey hot dog tour. And I have an open invitation to go. In 2021, it was the same weekend that they retired Jerry Kuzman's number. Mm. Last year, it was the same day as Old Timers Day. I think they announced... Didn't they already announce the Hall of Fame thing, or have they not done that yet? I'll check. That's going to be like May or June. That's not going to interfere. I think it's in June. Yeah, I think it's the first week. I think it's the first Saturday in June. It's weird that they're going to have bobbleheads on weekdays, so it's going to have to. I'm either going to have to rush out to the stadium. Or find I know. On eBay. I know. I'm not happy about it either, Frank. Because I'm going to uh, get those bobbleheads hooked or by crook. Well, Frank, you're in trouble for that last weekend in in August. Um, Friday night is DJ night, as well as Japanese Heritage Night. Uh, Saturday is Women's Equality Day. And Sunday is Taiwan Day. So, oh, there we they, go. Are playing, they are playing the Angels, though. Hot so, dogs, hot dogs, I'm going on the hot dog tour. You're not going to... What if, what if Otani's pitching? I'm going on the hot dog tour. What if Mike Trout's playing? I'm going on the hot dog tour. What if it's Women's Equality Day? I'm going on the hot dog tour. Okay. <laughs> Figured I'd ask. The man has his mind made up. He does. He does. I, I tried. Unless there's a, a bobblehead or there's a uh, big event, I'm going to go to uh, – it's, it's, it's a Saturday, the, the old, uh, I, and I could uh, and I and I could flip my Saturday ticket to Sunday ticket and go to the Sunday game. I wonder if there's a chance that it's going to be something else besides Women's Equality Day. Maybe not. I could be wrong, but maybe or maybe the Women's Equality Day will be the promotion. The devil. The Mets. The Mets seem to do that. They do that. Last year they had this, this surprise. There's a bobblehead that you didn't know expect was coming. Yep. They did that a couple times last year. Yeah. Like they had the uh, the ridiculous, uh, the, and I brought it on eBay. May the fourth to be with you, bobblehead. Trevor May bobblehead. Yeah, and he has a baseball bat, dressed like a Mandalorian. Trevor May is the highest paid player on the Oakland A's. Who just signed Jerry Familia, by the way? It's right. What a disgrace that organization is. What do you disgrace that organization is? So, Pat, do you have a prediction for the season? What, where do you see the Mets this season? Um, I say 98 wins, finish in first place. We're, we're exactly aligned. Uh, I said the same exact thing. I think the Braves are going to be really good again, but I, I don't think they're going to win the division. I think, this, I think it's going to be the same as last year. They're going to fall short again, 92 wins. But you have them making the playoffs, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. What about the Phillies? I Phil? think the Padres are going to win the World Series. 
they're definitely built for it. Dodgers are built for it too, but they didn't do anything this offseason and they lost Gavin Lux. They're still really good though, but yeah, I mean they got Syndergaard, but Syndergaard, I guess he's uh he's maxing out at 93 miles an hour. I think you're right, Frank. You know, he, I think he read too much into his hype, and, and, and he became a muscle head. And he became a muscle head, and he yeah, destroyed his arm because of it. Used to be a, a philosophy, don't lift too many weights. Don't lift too many weights if you're a baseball player. Of course, it all changed the steroid thing, but then there's always been a thing, uh, don't lift too many weights if you're a pitcher. You know what? You know what, One thing I'll never forget is... Um, they came out with the uh, thing uh, uh, when the uh, steroid scandals were first breaking, and uh, Jose Gutenko made his statement that said that he felt that sixty percent of players were using steroids. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rob Dibble, who was working for ESPN at the time, came out and said that uh, uh, that's impossible. Pitchers don't use steroids. <laughs> Later, came out that Rob Dibble was a known steroid user. That like a known steroid supplier said that. that he had uh, supplied steroids to Rob Devil to his whole career. Well, a lot of all of them were lying, Frank. They were all all those guys were lying. <laughs> when he was retired, it's best to say nothing. Not to say uh, pitchers don't use steroids when he knew he used steroids. Disgraceful. <laughs> it is yes. It is disgraceful. I agree. Uh, final fours this weekend, and uh, we're in the we are in the backyard of two of the final four teams. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Um, you Frank- know, I, I, I look at the final four, and I, I think it's I think it's an interesting story that 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 it all broke apart. No, no, top, no, none of the top three seeds are in. One four seed, two five seeds, and a nine seed end up making the final four. Three of the four teams have never been to the final four. Uh, UConn is the obviously heavy favorite, but the way things are going, being the heavy favorite is not a good thing. No, not in this tournament. And uh, I look at the matchups. It's UConn against Miami and uh, Florida Atlantic against San Diego State. Does that sound like a – that doesn't sound like a final four to me. That sounds like a uh, uh, farmer's insurance, uh, farmer's insurance special, live from uh, the campus of uh, San Diego State. It's the tip-off classic. It, it, it sounds like a November doubleheader. Yeah, it does. Then a final, then a final four. Four, the fourteens of all sound like uh, something you see in a no. This with these typical November doubleheaders has the one big name school, uh, two mid majors, and another one that's like a tweener school. Notable school that doesn't have much of a basketball history. That's your typical uh, November doubleheader. I still can't believe Florida Atlantic made it. <laughs> That's that's wild. That is, it is wild that, that Florida Atlantic is in the Final Four. It is. 
Who are you rooting for, Frank? I'd love to see Florida Atlantic win it. Yeah, me too. I think that would be a very interesting story. It would be, it would be funny if Florida Atlantic and Miami both went on Saturday. And it's an all-South Florida final. <laughs> what would Ron DeSantis say about that? Did you see that thing about him that they're criticizing him for the way he eats pudding? <laughs> no, but it doesn't surprise me. It, 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 we, we, have, we live in a screwed up society. It's because he's Republican. That's why they criticize everything he does. We just live in a screwed up society. The, me, the news media it, it has made has turned the news made the news unwatchable. Unwatchable. Yeah, it is. It's not good, Frank. Uh, let's get to the NBA for a second. Uh, <laughs> still an NBA free agent, by the way. And. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. <laughs> Luka Doncic was once a happy go lucky player. Smiling at the other team in the free throw line. Having fun. That ended one month ago when he got Kyrie'd. <laughs> and if the season ends today, and the season's almost over, the Dallas Mavericks would not even get into the play-in. That's wild. With with Kyrie and Luca, and they're not going to even get in the play-in. They can't get along. They can't get along. Kyrie didn't want to go to Dallas, so he's he's huffing and puffing. He got another fan thrown out there today for heckling him. They lost again. What a wonderful teammate he is. I just don't know where he goes. And as a, he's a free agent, I just don't know where he's going to end up. I mean, he's just poison everywhere he goes. He's just, he's just toxic. Who would, if you're an NBA team, would you even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I said no. No. I'm you not have to be like a horrible team. Like who's a terrible team that just looking for someone to build around? Detroit. Houston, Orlando, maybe. I'm just no, trying. I don't think Orlando's going to take them. Orlando's Orlando's starting to show signs. They got their rookie of the year this year. Uh, so Orlando's starting to Orlando's starting to turn things around, and I don't think you want to bring that into a young team. Probably not. Uh, maybe he goes. To the, maybe he goes to the Lakers. I I don't know. I mean, uh, the, the the guy that they got uh, that Paulo Banchero. That's the guy that said like he's having a great rookie season. He's going to be the rookie of the year. I mean, so Orlando's Orlando's showing signs of improving, but it's just. I, I mean, I mean uh, the the Kings, they they're actually making the playoffs this year, ending a uh, almost uh, twenty year drought. I gotta say, Frank, 
your Brooklyn Nets are much more likable and much, and they're not terrible. I'm just saying. Frank, would you ever consider going back to the Nets? It's going to be tough. Uh, it, it, it just, I, I just, I don't see anyone ever wanting to go back to the Nets again. And I see the Nets as being like, I don't want to sign more uh, prospects, and they don't have the draft picks. They're in such a, 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 Kyrie just nuked them in the worst ways possible. Here's a team that could end up getting Kyrie. The Charlotte Hornets. Mm. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, they're, they're terrible now. Uh, I wonder when Greg Popovich is going to step down. Yeah. Because that team, that team was so good for so long. Now, they're, now, now, now comes the pain. Now they're paying the price. But, I mean, they were good for Christ, what, 25 years, 20, 20, 20 plus years. They were really good. It's a hell of a the run. Lakers, the Lake, uh, LeBron might want to bring him into LA, but supposedly Jeannie Buss does not want anything to do with him. And they know LeBron has one eye out the door. Because he wants to, he wants to, uh, when his son comes, uh, joins the league, he wants to go play with his son no matter where his son goes. Right. And then it's the NBA, so no one's going to tell him no. Plus, he'll be 40, so no one's going to tell him no. And the Lakers, yeah. since they got rid of Russell Westbrook, they've, they're, they're, they're climbing the standings. Yeah, I think it was addition by subtraction with that move. But Kyrie Irving, what the disaster that the Mavericks have been since that trade. I mean, if they don't even get into playing, not they can't even get into playing. That's just that 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 is just another indictment on Kyrie Irving. <laughs> well, are you are you close to making a decision on your uh, on your NBA team, or is that going to be? Take a while. <clears throat> I'm being pushed in the direction. Really? Yeah. What direction is that? The next? Looks that way. Who's pushing you? Everyone. How do you feel they, about being pushed around? I don't know. They courted you with those courtside tickets. Mm-hmm. I, I know the Knicks are. The Knicks have. Did they ever put it together? And they have the potential to land a big star. Jesus big Christ, star. Frank. You sound like every Knicks fan for the last 40 fucking years. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what they've all been saying since I was a kid. I was like a little boy. Uh, I thought about Boston, but it seems like Boston's reverse courting me. I, I mean, I'm almost getting like, uh, I'm almost getting this from Boston. Stay back. Stay back. Be gone ye. Be gone ye. Be gone ye. <laughs> They don't want your curse. No. Reed, Reed, neither Reed nor I want the curse of the Fleming curse to hit the Celtics. I mean, I have Celtic fans going, oh, no, you should root for the net, Knicks. You should root for the Knicks. <laughs> so, well, we'll see. 
Yeah. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I'll have, when we get to Syracuse, I'll have some hot stuff. Yes, you know. Some You're, you are stuff, on the segment game today, We want some hot stuff, baby, tonight. Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. Gotta get it, gotta get it right now. Yes, we have partnered with Hot Stuff Sauce, made an EXO taco on Syracuse University Hill in Syracuse University, New York. It's the best hot sauce you can ask for. So go to hotstuffsauce.com and get hot stuff sauce now. With promo code TANK10, you'll receive 10% off your order. That's promo code TANK10 for 10% off your order at hotstuffsauce.com. It's a hot stuff sauce you want for tonight. And, of course, don't forget, April 21st, we'll be down up in Syracuse. So we'll see you there. That's right. And you'll be seeing the Mets' top prospects while you're there. Beatty, Alvarez, Vientos, Mauricio. With my luck, I'll watch Jose Butto pitch. <laughs> Probably, I feel like he's in the rotation. I went to a uh, Birmingham Rumble Ponies game last year, and they, I, I forgot to pick his name. Let me see if I can find that guy's name. He got lit up like a fourth of fucking July. I mean, he got he did Binghamton lost like uh, lost fifteen to two. There, it might even been worse than that. I mean, they did. It was like eleven nothing after the first inning. This pitcher sucked. I don't even know if he's in the Mets organization now. Let me look up his name. I, I, I took a picture of his name on the scoreboard, just to remember him. So if I ever fucking see that motherfucker at uh, a game, I know where the fuck he is. Let me see That's if I have. That. I mean. It's good to hold a vendetta like that against a double-A pitcher that's probably not even in baseball anymore. It's good It's good to keep track of those things. Damn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see what this motherfucking bum's name was. Mm. I heard he was a cousin of uh, Darren Ruff. The, guy, the poor guy's probably hanging drywall right now in Texas, and Frank's going to go. Oh, I can't find the damn picture. Let me see. If I look at uh, 2022 Birmingham, Binghamton, uh, Rumble Ponies. Do you remember what number he was? Not off the top of my head. Let me see. Stats. Let me see. Of course, I get just the numerical roster when I look up when I look up stats, and now it gives me last year's, this year's staff. This poor man, Frank. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can find that day. I, I want that game. What was it? July. Fourth uh, of July. Fifth, uh, sixth, July seventh, twenty twenty-two. Binghamton. Rumble ponies. Who thinks of this game more? Do you think, Frank? You or this pitcher that gave up the ten runs? Who do you think is cursed? Who like thinks yeah, about? They, they lost sixteen to one right. to the Portland Sea Dogs. Oh. 
Come on. Yeah. What are we doing? Come on, Wi-Fi. I used to wear a Portland Sea Dogs hat when I was a kid. Yeah? Yeah, my dad went to a game. He brought it home. Here it is. I knew it was a K. Kininza. Alec Kisania. Never heard of him. I don't think you will. <laughs> Probably not on the team this year. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's pitched one. Hit. Alec, uh, he, the, here it is. The, uh, he went one third of an inning, allowed seven runs. On the seven earned runs, too. Oh, my God. And the next guy didn't do much better. This Ragon guy. Mitch Reagan. Ragon. He allowed six runs. I mean, literally, the, the score the score is fifteen to uh, sixteen to nothing at the end of the third inning. Sixteen to nothing, and Binghamton scored in the ninth inning. Jesus, I'm sorry, Frank. I mean, the first time I get to see the uh, the uh, Roma ponies, and that's what they give me. Jesus, sixteen to fucking, and then the one that the the one run that the uh, Roman Party scored was in the ninth inning. Uh, Brett Beatty was playing in that game though. No, oh. Mauricio wasn't. I don't know. If, I don't remember Mauricio playing in the game. I think he might have been off that day. Where did you see him play with Brooklyn? Brooklyn. And that's what even you said back then. He's the real deal. Oh, listen to this, Alec Hisania. July 16th, one week after this game, was released. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. He is currently a member of the Charleston uh, Dirty Birds. <laughs> I know about the Charleston Dirty Birds. You know where they play? No. That's an Atlantic League team. That's an Atlantic League team. Is it really? In, uh, Charleston, West Virginia. Oh, how about that, Frank? Go Atlantic League. And they're, called, they're called the Dirty Birds, and their logo is the canary in the mine shaft. Oh, Jesus. I'm not joking. How about Dan Murphy? He's going to be in the Atlantic League. I don't get that. I don't get why he's trying to come back. I thought he was. Yeah, he retired. Was he last year? Yeah, he was, and he retired two years ago. That's kind of a weird move, but yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Charleston uh, Dirty Birds logo. It's a uh, it's a angry looking yellow bird wearing a coal miner's hat. Well, he probably has lung issues. I'd be angry too. I feel I feel bad for Murphy. Um, I think anytime you're chasing something like that is kind of I don't know. Like, it'd be, like, you wish you'd get out of his system and move on. And, like, the idea that he's, like, doing this again is, just seems kind of sad to me. I don't know. Maybe it's the wrong way of looking at it. Be, it does seem kind of sad. Like, he had a I nice mean, career. I, I think he should think about going into coaching. He, he must have want to play, I guess, obviously. Yeah, he's 37. I mean, he's had a good career. I don't know, understand why he's trying to come back. Yeah, I'm trying to find out what his other bum is, Mitch Ragan. <laughs> Leave them alone. Yeah, Frank, I mean, like I said, the kid's probably an auto mechanic at Mako or something. Who knows? It, it's, it, <laughs> well, what I saw from him, he should be. 
<laughs> he probably is. Is my point? It's the kid followed his dream. It didn't work out. He, he, let's let's let the let, he's, he's not he's not going to hurt you anymore, Frank. He's gone. It's okay. Yes, yes, if I ever saw Alakis Nia in on a Mets uniform, after what I watched to him in the Birmingham the bedroom, the Rumble Ponies, good God. But he got released right after that. <laughs> yep. So his childhood dream is over, Frank. Well, he's playing for a team in uh, the beautiful uh, burg of uh, Charleston, West Virginia. You know, he could go to Hot Dog Spot and uh, and win some interesting prizes. What spot is that? Uh, it's a hot dog spot called Bammy's. They're... Uh, having a raffle for an AR-15. Oh, my God. That's so West Virginia. You never know what you're going to find at a hot dog spot. You never know. What's the weirdest thing you found at a hot dog spot? Weirdest thing? Yeah. Uh, everything I saw at uh, Hillbilly Hot Dog in... Uh, West Virginia. What'd you say? Uh, the tables are set up on uh, old school buses. It's basically a shack. And everything that's on the, the property are like things that are disposed. Like you find, if you go like uh, like a like a hillbilly's house, he has like all the junk in the backyard. But all the junk is part of this hot dog location. Oh including a... An uh, old uh, doll of Ronald McDonald hanging from a tree. Oh, God. What he hates is... Ronald McDonald? What? He doesn't like Ronald McDonald? I guess not. Oh. And they're playing like that, that, that like hillbilly music, that like bluegrass music, like, like uh, that you'd hear like on from Alberta War Aftow. And it's got like uh, just. They have one hot dog there that's like called the home wrecker. That's like three pounds of this like shit that like piled on a hot dog. Jesus. Where did you give that hot dog, Frank? I gave it a double. Okay. The hot dog there. But it's very mm-hmm. catchy. They have like an old broken uh, moonshine still. They have. Uh, their bathrooms are made to look like outhouses. And it's just him and her. Oh, my God. With a half moon on the door. Unbelievable. They have hubcaps all over the place. There's actually uh, the sign for the place is actually on the side of a old school bus which is uh, hanging from a tree. The school bus is hanging from a tree? Well, it might have been a car. But yeah, it's like, a, it's like an old car that's like, that they propped up on like an old, like a tree stump. Jesus. <laughs> Guy Fieri even went there once. Oh, all right. It's like, it's kitschy. It like, yeah. it like, it basically is like, it goes to all like the, uh, the West Virginia stereotypes, and it's it's very popular, and they just like they do all like the tropes, like 
okay, we're, we're hillbillies and we're gonna we're just gonna we're gonna roll with it. Yeah, that's fine. That's who they and are. It's actually called hillbilly hot dog. Should we do some ass to tank, Frank? I'm getting pretty tired. It's been a long day, buddy. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of a shorter show today. Yeah, I think so. Try to get so we can try to get it up tomorrow. I got to do like a ton of cameos. I got to finish writing up my baseball preview. I got to get uh, tanks cook up for tomorrow. And the Wi-Fi here is spotty, so it's going to be poke and pray. And then I got to go run downstairs and get some waters and shit to drink because I'm famished. As am I. Um, all right, so ask the tank. It's still Wilpon wants to know what's the origin of the tank nickname. Hmm. Just playing out football in the back and being tough to uh, like tackle or uh, good at blocking. Who gave you that nickname? Uh, just people on the street. People I uh, played with as a kid. Yeah, like neighborhood kids. Yeah. All right. John Fullen wants to know, would you ever do content with Sydney Wells and Barstool Outdoors? Have you ever hunted before? I've never hunted before, but, you know, if your timing's right, I wouldn't mind doing it. Content machine, there you go. That'd you know what I'd love to do? I'd love if, if she wants to go hunting, uh, like, elk in um, Alaska. Just checking another state off my box. Yeah, that's a unique idea. I want to get to Hawaii one time. I, I mean, I want to see if they still do that midnight baseball game too one of these days. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, good thing to go out and see. Maddie B wants to know if you could be a professional athlete in any major sport, what sport and what position would you play? You know, it might be baseball and a starting pitcher. Starting pitcher, okay. Great answer, Frank. Just think about it. You pitch once every fourth day, mm-hmm. throw on the side, and, and uh, you just go out there every every few days and you throw. You have a few days off just to do nothing. That's true. It's a good gig. Backup quarterback's another good one. So is backup catcher. Backup catcher, yeah. Um, my bracket sucks says, is it World Series or bust for the Mets? Meaning if they don't win the World Series, could you still find a way to call it a successful season? I don't know. They got to do something. They got to find them. They got to get a World Series in one of these years. And I just don't know if they have the pieces this year. Especially without Diaz. What's a successful season in your eyes? They got to. They, they can't go down to the wild card again. I agree. So NLDS or bust? Right, for me, it's NLCS or bust. And then it's going to be bust. <laughs> There's one team I just don't see the Mets beating in a playoff situation. And that's the Padres. Uh, yeah. yeah, we saw it last year. They just don't match up. Mets do not match up well with the Padres at all. I'd have more confidence the Mets beating the Dodgers than I would the Padres. Like I said, I think the Padres are going to win the World Series this year. Yeah, they definitely have a good shot. Um, King Caruso wants to know what your favorite hot dog establishment is in Chicago. Gene and Jude's. Gene and Jude's. Yeah, Mikey talks about that place. 
Mike Berg with the the hot boy wants to know what game or sports moment has made you have the most epic freak out. It might be the Diaz meltdown against Nationals when Wolf, uh, when that uh, the the that uh, when they blew the uh, seven run lead in the ninth. Yeah, that was a bad one. And then after the game, Mickey Callaway. Well, uh, he had electric stuff. <laughs> He did used to say stupid shit like that all the time. Oh, my God. You know, he's, he's like, selling real estate now. That's right. I saw that. I wouldn't buy real estate from that motherfucker. You know, you, you know, you go on Facebook and they uh, suggest friends to you? Yeah, that's how I saw that. Yeah, I saw they suggested Mickey Calloway as a friend for me. He was a, no friend of you. He's a bad person. Like, he's a bad human being. Like, well, like, I don't know. The, the world, I was talking about with Frank on the ride. Like, the, the managerial choices the Wilpons made was, you know, between Callaway and, I mean, Ruby Rojas, obviously, he's not a bad person, but like, he just was way in over his head. You just like, what were they thinking with some of these choices? It's so bizarre. Yeah, they were bad. All right. I never forget Rojas always had this look on his face when he's asking questions. <laughs> All right, the uh, the last Ask the Tank question comes from Pork Smush. What superpower would you choose and why? I'd choose invisibility so I could sneak on the field and uh, cause the Mets to win every game. <laughs> <laughs> Pull down the pants of the batter? Yep, uh, like uh, – like, uh, Ground ball to first, trip to first baseman. That's cheating, Frank. Oh, well. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Uh, Frank, you want to take us away? All right. Well, it's baseball season, so take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack. I don't care if I ever get back here. It's root, root, root for the Mets. If they don't win, they'll be held to fucking pay. God damn it, they better fucking win. <laughs> Click like, subscribe. See you next week. Opening day. Okay.